Hey y'all, it's Charvette, online marketing strategist that works with women entrepreneurs and a few lucky men to enable them to build their online platforms and their personal brands so that they generate more revenue. And June 1st marked the anniversary of my Facebook group, the creation of my Facebook group, hashtag Coaching with Vet. And I wanted to share some strategies and lessons learned for building and growing a Facebook group. And I've got a few Q&As that came in and I wanted to answer them on air. So we're going to jump into it right after this quick intro. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, I am super excited that you um, are stopping by this live stream. Um, if you are stopping by, my assumption is that you want to hear a little bit more about how I and why I started my Facebook group and some strategies and lessons learned. Uh, if you are either thinking about starting a Facebook group or Facebook community, or um, maybe you need to revive one, maybe you need to resuscitate one um, that you've created, but it's just gone on by the wayside. So hey girl, hey girl, hey to all those that are coming on in from my Facebook community. You guys are amazing. Um, and I am streaming in a couple different uh, arenas and a couple couple different places. And I posted a question in my Facebook group um, earlier this morning saying, hey, I'm going to be jumping on live talking about um, building and growing Facebook groups. Do you have any questions? And so I have probably four or five questions that came in. So I'm going to make sure that I address those. But um, welcome. Thank you so much. Uh, I see the comments that are popping on in uh, already. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Great. So thank you. Lady uh, Sharice is saying I need to revive. I need to revive my Facebook uh, page and Facebook group. Uh, so I'm going to give you some thoughts today. So, hey, girl, hey, um, let me uh, again just introduce myself because there are those of you who are going to be watching saying I don't even know who you are. Somebody sent this to me and said you need to check it out. I'm Charvette Mitchell, online marketing strategist, and I work with women entrepreneurs and a few lucky men get sprinkled in to enable them to build their personal brands and platforms so that they get more customers and so that they generate more revenue. And I do that focused on your visibility, your marketing and your branding. And so June 1st was the date, um, the anniversary date of my uh, Facebook group, which is called hashtag coaching with vet. That is my nickname. So it's, it's named after me. And so let me tell you how and why I decided um, to do a Facebook page in the beginning group, Facebook group. Let me make sure I make that distinction. Let me tell you. Um, so five years ago now on my personal page, I would have great posts. Uh, I would have great engagement um, on my personal page. And I started thinking, wow, um, I have a lot of ladies that are kind of commenting and not just commenting and interacting with me, but I could see within my post again, about five years ago on my personal page within my post, they were interacting with each other, connecting with each other. And an aha light came off and said, hey, I really need to figure out how to establish a community because what I was seeing on my personal Facebook page was really the building of a community. So I threw a post up and said, hey, um, if if I start a Facebook group, would you all would you all join? And so 
250 people responded, click like, interacted with the post and said, hey, count me in. And that's actually how hashtag coaching with vet got started about five years ago. And so um, hey, Sean, thanks for popping in. And so let's talk about um, if you are for strategies and lessons learned that I've had, I would say, over these five years around growing and building your Facebook community. Now, our Facebook community is a little over 2000 people, uh, 2000 ladies and women and leaders that are in there. And sorry, guys, it, it is only for uh, women, but you are invited to continue listening in on this conversation. Now, is, is are there groups that have more than mine? Absolutely. I am not touting that we have the largest numbers, but I, what I am confidently saying is that I have a very highly engaged group. And I don't know, you might be like me where you've been put into groups. And last night I was actually going through all of the groups that I was in and looking, really spending some time looking at the groups that I'm a part of. And I really can confidently say our group has a lot of engagement. And so the ladies that are that are here, if, if you can witness and testify to that, make definitely make comments in, um, in the uh, chat there. So let's jump in. Let's jump in. I'm actually going to start with the questions that came in. I'm actually going to start with the questions that came in to make sure that we get those answered. And so one of the first questions came in from Yolanda Gray. Yolanda Gray said, when should you have a public and not private um, Facebook group? Again, when should you have a public group versus a private group? And when we say private, it is a group that is not visible. Um, if someone searches for it, they can't find it. But basically, it's invite only, private link, so people cannot see it. So her question is, when should you do a public group? Which I think is such a great such a great question to ask. Um, public groups work really well when you are okay with anyone on the World Wide Web seeing the content in your community. So it's really around the objective that you have for your community um, and the eyes that you want on the content in the community. So public groups are just that. They're open to the entire public. If you are trying to form a community that you want to be a little more exclusive, a little more secret, because what happens if you have a public group, then anyone that's not even a member can actually see the content in the group. So it's really around who you want um, to be able to see the content. So that is Yolanda Gray. That's the answer to your question. Hey, uh, Ayana, thank you for popping on in. Yes. And she's witnessing and testifying that hashtag coaching with that. And if you're not if you're not a member, um, uh, we'd love to have you again. If you are a, uh, a woman uh, entrepreneur or you're looking to be an entrepreneur, you want to rub shoulders, um, go ahead and, and join us. If you can search by hashtag coaching with vet if you're in Facebook or you can go to heygirlhey.com today if you're in other platforms and that'll drop you right into um, the Facebook community. And so if you're just popping in, um, we're talking about strategies and lessons learned for growing and building your Facebook community. And I just celebrated an anniversary yesterday for my community. So I thought I'd jump on and share um, some of my expertise and knowledge. And so I'm starting off by answering some questions. So that was Yolanda Gray's question. Let me go to the next question that came in from Heidi Lewis Ivy. She said, how do I grow my following? How do I grow my following? And, and my assumption is the number of people that are coming into your group. So there's a couple of ways that you can add people or people can get added to your Facebook group. 
One, you can invite them. That's a, a feature where you actually, if they are a friend on your friends list, then you can establish a group and you can invite them and they will receive an invitation. It's, those of you, do you all remember years ago, I'm going to say years ago, definitely a couple years ago, um, where they, they didn't have that invitation option. People could just drop you into a group and all of a sudden you were in a group and you didn't even, you didn't even know that you were in the group and who the group was for and who the group was about. So now there's this invitation process. So Heidi and great. I'm glad you're here because I'm answering your question. Yes. And she's she's confirming that her question was around the number of people. Um, how do you grow the number of people in your group? So one, there is the invitation option. So if there's anyone that fits the the group objective or the people, the types of people that you want in your group, if they are on your friends list, first step is to send an invitation. Also, anyone else that has joined your Facebook group, they can send invitations to their friends. So you can invite current members to invite other members. That's a way to actually grow. Um, you also want to think about your Facebook group as a lead magnet. What do I mean by that? A lead magnet, um, typically we think about, hey, I'm going to give something of value, an ebook, a video course, a coupon, and that person gonna, is going to give me their email address in exchange. Well, think about your Facebook group as a lead magnet. You can invite people. If you're speaking uh, somewhere, one of your call to actions, those ladies that are hanging out in my group and, and entrepreneurs, you all know we talk about call to actions, is to invite them into your group. That is leading them into a more intimate um, experience with you. So anytime you're out speaking, um, I literally, I literally just got new business cards. Hold on, guys. I literally just got new business cards. And on the back of my business card, on the back, on the back, I have. So if I meet somebody in the street, I have on the back of my business card. Can y'all see that? Let me know if y'all can see that. Join my Facebook group and I give them the link to actually join. So my business card is a way for me whenever I'm meeting people, anyone, I can invite them into my group. That is one way. So Heidi, hopefully that answers your question there. Invite all of the friends that pertain to your group, ask group members to invite people, and then make sure that you think about your group as a lead magnet. So speaking, out meeting people, always invite people into your group. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, yes. Thank you, Char Lady Sharice, for being in our group. Of course, comedian Wendy Lee. Um, awesome. <laughs> she was she has been kidnapped. She's testifying. She has been kidnapped uh, into several groups. And, and, and here you are. Right. You're hanging out and, and you don't even know how you got in there. And so we're talking about strategies and lessons learned. Uh, and I'm doing some Q&A up front and then I'm going to go in some go into a few things that I have learned and some some guidance for you. All right. So that was Heidi's question. So we answered Yolanda's question. We've answered Heidi's, Heidi's question. Um, next, I want to go to Jamelia Scott. Here is her comment and question. She said, when you have a private Facebook group, Facebook doesn't allow you to create sponsored ads within the group so that more people can see the post. Her question is, other than engagement, how do you get more people to see your post within the Facebook group? How do you get more people to see your posts within the Facebook group? Is that something if you currently have a Facebook group, put a type of one in the comment. If you're like, yes, I'm I'm trying to get this engagement up and I'm trying to make sure that people see more of the post. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, look, Heidi is saying I didn't realize people still use business cards. Oh, yes, ma'am. That's why I had to actually go order cards because I was out of them and I had probably 
three to four instances where I needed to pull out a business card and I did not have it. Don't tell my clients because they're going to get me. My platform bill is going to get me. So don't tell them. Don't tell them. Don't tell them. My platform bill is going to get me. All right. So how do you get people to see the post? So number one, if you are the owner and leader of the Facebook group, your if the if your if your audience has not turned off notifications now facebook's facebook allows people to kind of control their own notifications so that they can you know not be inundated so if people have turned off notifications for your group there's really there's not that notification piece that you can lean on hopefully they have left some notifications on because if you are the group leader or the leader of the group there is a typically a notification that will go out um saying hey charvette posted in hashtag coaching with vet um so if you're the leader there should be a notification that can go out or there's also an option where people will leave on highlights where they get notifications when there is what they deem is something highlighted in the group what you want to do, though, to increase engagement and, and make sure that people see posts, Facebook, anywhere on Facebook, Facebook personal page, Facebook business page, they're looking for a few things. They're looking for engagement, likes and comments. And within the Facebook group, you don't have the share option, but they're looking for likes and comments. So the more posts that get engagement, the more people will see those actual posts. So then the question becomes, well, what are the posts that get the most engagement? Well, I'm glad you asked. I got my little notes over here. Um, so video, we're on video today. <laughs> yes, I'm getting some witnesses testifying in. We're on video today. I'm actually multi-streaming, so I'm in my group. I'm also on my personal page. I'm also, hey, YouTube, uh, welcome. If you, are, if you are new to my channel and you like this content, go ahead and subscribe to my channel. Um, so we're in a couple places, but I'm live streaming into my group. So live stream and just video content, period, is typically a higher engagement type of content. So that's one thing you want to do. In groups also, there is a prompt feature. There's a prompt feature and it's new. I would say within the last like six to eight months, depending on when you are watching this at the tape, at the time of this recording, the last um, six to eight months, there's a prompt feature where you can basically start a post that people are able to add their own pictures to. So it almost makes a carousel. Let me know if you've seen that. If you're in Coaching with Vet, I know you have seen, seen us do that. And it's a very interactive post because, for instance, I've used it on throw that Throwback Thursdays. This happens to be Throwback Thursday here. And I put, hey, post a picture, um, a Throwback Thursday picture related to your business. And so the post allows people to add easily add their picture into this carousel that is a feature that is getting high engagement so more people are going to see that all right also there's a Q&A feature there's also survey features so anything that you can get your community to do where they take an action that's going to help with engagement but I have noticed I have noticed with Facebook when they have a new feature they like for you to use the new features so those Q&A features those prompt features, if you use them and when you use them, they typically give more exposure. So be open to jumping into new things. Um, if you're popping on in and you're saying, hey, what, what are we talking about? Um, I am Charvette Mitchell and we are talking about strategies and lessons learned for growing a Facebook group, a Facebook community. And I just celebrated an anniversary yesterday. 
And we've got uh, several ladies that are popping on in. Um, and so, Wendy, let me throw up a question here. She said, I've seen that. I wanted to ask about that. The carousel is only available in groups. Yes, that is correct. So that carousel feature um, is only available in groups. Um, it's currently not available on um, personal pages or business pages. So that is, um, that's there. And let's see here. Oh, my God, Wendy, I heard the same thing from a little birdie. Okay, okay. Wait, wait. Uh, yes, yes, yes. I'm, I'm getting out of here by my clients that I didn't have my, my business cards, but I got them now. I got them now. All right. All right. Thanks, Sean, for popping on in. Okay. So those are some of the things. So uh, Jamelia Scott, and I hope I'm saying your, your name correctly. Thank you for your question. And if you want more, just comment on the post in um, my Facebook group. But those are some of the things you can do to increase engagement. So let me continue with questions that came in. So Sandra Parker sent in a question and she said, how do you get up? Oh, similar question. How do you get the group engaged and then maintain that engagement? How do you get um, your group in, in main, engaged and then how do you maintain that engagement? So definitely want to follow some of the tips that I said um, to Jamelia. But here's the thing about maintenance. Here's the thing about maintaining um, engagement in your group. Everything is about consistency. Branding largely is about visibility and consistency. Most people slip because they are not consistent, not because they don't have good content, not because their audience doesn't um, want what they have to offer, not because there are other people that are better or their service or product is better. And it's none of that. In most cases, people are not consistent. So if you can nail consistency, honey, ain't nothing nobody can say to you. Okay, so engagement and maintaining engagement, your question there, Sandra, is really about you being consistent or who, whatever group you are in and you are an admin in a group. It is the consistency. And you remember I said last night I was kind of going through, looking through all of the groups that I'm a part of. I couldn't even get through all of the hundreds. And there were so many groups where um, if you look on Facebook, it'll tell you the last time there was a post in the group. Have you all seen that before? Hey, Sinead, thanks for thanks for popping on in. If, have you seen that before? Um, the group, it'll tell you last post a week ago, <laughs> last post three months ago, last post 12 months ago. There were so many groups um, that I was showing up in uh, as a group member, but there hadn't been a, a post in months. And so consistency is what will help with your engagement. In addition to getting the audience that you have involved with the types of posts that you post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And definitely um, Lady Cherie says she said she's seen that as well. Another comment here from uh, Wendy, who or what type of people should you have or create who, what type of people should have or create a group? So that's a great question as well. So um, who, anyone can have a group and the group can be, doesn't have to be business, can be personal, it can be any kind of group. But the main thing you want to think about is, do I need a community? That's the question that you want to want to be asking. Do I need a community with my brand? And since we focus on uh, business and entrepreneurship here, um, would my brand benefit from me being the curator of content, being the curator of an experience that my audience can get to enjoy together? 
Um, so that's one of the first frameworks you want to think about. But you also want to think about what is the objective of the group? What is the, what are the, what is the commonality of the people that you're bringing together? And what's the common interest that everyone um, would play into? So anyone can have a group. If you feel like your brand would in the in the audience would work well with the group, then you can have a group. There's really no right or wrong. Other thing, the only thing you got to be thinking about is consistency. Can you keep the group up? Can you keep the group up? And I'm going to give you give you some thoughts around that. Yes. And Lady Sharice is saying the consistency is key. The consistency is key. Go ahead and um, share this live out. Um, if you know that there are people on your uh, timelines that um are you know what saying? I want to have a Facebook group uh, or I've got to revive a Facebook group and they want a few tips. All right. So let me go on through here. We've got a question from Shanae who is hanging out here. I believe she's still here with us in the audience. Shanae Robinson. And she said, honestly, how do you handle? Oh, look at this. Consistently finding the time and energy to be active on a regular basis. How do you, let me repeat that. How do you, and this is from Shanae Robinson. How do you f handle consistency, consistently finding the time and energy, because those are two different things, to be active on a regular basis? And then her part two to that question is, how do you find content and topics on a regular basis? So when we think about you having a Facebook community, Yes. So she's here. She gets to hear her the response live. When you think about having a Facebook community or Facebook group, um, in particular, I'm, I'm, I'm gearing this to small business owners, entrepreneurs. Um, think about it as a part of your overall marketing plan. So I said just a little while ago, it really is a lead magnet. So just like you get someone's email and, and you send out your free checklist or free webinar, Getting someone into your Facebook community, a more intimate setting with you is still leading them to where they can experience you on a different level and then potentially do business, buy products from you. All right. Um, so it has to be if you think about it that way, then it's a part of your marketing plan. You have to be marketing there. You have to find the time and the energy to do it. Uh, and if you're not if it's not if you're not doing marketing, what my question is, what are you doing? Because without marketing, um, your business is not going to grow. Everybody has to market. So this is one of the mark. Think about it as a Facebook group is one of the marketing components um, that you're doing for your business. So then you allocate the time you make time for it. Now you can get some assistance. You can get some assistance. So when I started my Facebook group um, five years ago now, at the time of the recording of this live, I had three, two, no, three volunteers. I actually had three volunteer community admins and we still have um, two of our admins today. So you can actually get support from community members who are saying, hey, I believe in this in this this mission and me interacting and networking is a benefit to me. So you can ask for volunteers um, to be community members that will help you with the content, help you post. You can also have someone that is on your team. So if you have virtual assistants, virtual office managers, or you have employees, then that can be one of their assignments is to help maintain the engagement and build out, help build out and grow the group. So long story short, Shanae, yes, great way to think about it. 
your Facebook group, um, you are thinking about it as a part of your marketing plan, because quite honestly, it is just because you didn't get their email. You can get it probably easier because now they have a more up close and in uh, in person experience with you. And so then you make time for that. You make time absolutely for that. Uh, Brenda is coming on in with a question. Does consistency mean posting daily or several times a day? Thank you for that. Uh, so from a Facebook group uh, page, you can post once a day. You could post once a day. Um, I would say if you are trying to grow the group, you might want to start off with a little more. So maybe twice a day if you're trying to grow the group, because here's the thing. Um, when you're trying to grow the group, uh, people are going to be interested in, well, what kind of content is in the group? So the purpose of the group is for there to be engagement and some content because there's some commonality, some objective that you have. Right. And so the content tells people that. So if there isn't a lot of content for them to engage with, there's really not a lot of reason for them to come back to your group. So I would start off with a little bit more, you know, in the beginning, if you're starting a new group. But, you know, after a while, one post might be all right, especially if it's a high engaging post. But I have posted up to like three times. Typically, three times a day is the max that I will post in coaching with that. Um, but then a lot of times, you know, our engagement has been doing very well. And some of that has to do with the Facebook algorithm. Um, our engagement has been doing very well. And so it might just be one post a day. So think quality over quantity. When you're thinking about your marketing, your branding, your visibility, um, getting more eyes on what you do, always think quality over quantity. Your audience is interested in the quality. All right. Great. Let me see here. Wonderful. Wonderful. Okay, um, what is overkill? So Shanae kind of continuing on. Um, again, those that are popping in, we're talking about strategies and lessons learned for growing uh, and building a Facebook community. What is overkill? How much is too much? Can you do too much? And can you get on people's nerves? Um, I'm gonna say no, because what'll happen is the people that whose nerves get irritated easily, they probably have controlled that with their notifications, their notification setting. So um, I don't think that there is too, too much. But again, you're you're running a whole business. So it's not like you're going to be, you know, all day long posting in a Facebook group. Um, but again, most people, if their nerves get on easily, if you can step on their nerves easily, they probably have adjusted that with their notifications. But I would focus on quality first other than quantity and what is also most engaging. All right. What is also most, most engaging. So let me see here. Let me check here. Um, okay. So I've answered all of the pre, all of the questions that came in ahead of time. Let me give, and I see some more that are coming in that I'm definitely going to be um, addressing. I do have a few notes that I want to make sure um, that I give you some guidance on if your brand's making new um, and you're like, yep, I feel the urge to start creating a community, a space for my customers to be in. Um, one thing is to get some help. So if you can have a volunteer um, or admin that can help you with the group and help you actually post in the group, that would be beneficial. You also want to make sure you're really clear on who this group is for. So that's something you want to do before you actually, um, you know, start building out the group is become really clear of who is the audience that I'm going to be catering my content to. Because if the audience doesn't match what you are putting out, then that's when a lot of times, and this is a question that comes up, a lot of times when there might not be engagement in a group is because there is a disconnect with the audience. They might have joined the group and then thought it was going to be one thing and then the content is, is something else. So make sure you're really clear on 
who this group is for. And then you can you can articulate that. You can articulate. So my group coaching with that is for women entrepreneurs or women who aspire to be. So it's not a motivational group. It's not a group for men. It's not. a group. So those people will can opt themselves out and know that, OK, well, this is not for me. All right. And then those that show up know the content that we're going to be covering is related to marketing, to business, to branding, to visibility, to speaking and events and selling books and all of that. Like they know the audience knows already what they're showing up for. All right. Great. Thank you uh, for those that are popping in. I'm showing some love. Yes, yes, yes. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. The other thing you want to do for your group is to set rules. So let's recap. Get some help. Um, get very clear of who your group is for and be able to articulate this group is for X, Y, Z. Then you also want to set rules in your group and um, different groups have different guidelines. So you want to set that up front and there's actually a place for rules and a description for the group. Um, so if you allow people to promote products and services every day, all day, then that's fine. A lot of groups kind of curtail that because sometimes then the group kind of turns into just selling and nobody's actually really interacting on valuable content. Um, if you allow people to do Facebook lives or you don't allow people to do Facebook lives, some of those types of things are rules that you can have. And so for instance, in coaching with that, the, you can do a Facebook live. So if you're in my group, um, and you have some great content to share. I invite you to jump on Facebook Live. You don't need a pre-approval. Uh, you can jump on and share valuable content. Now, what you cannot do is turn it into an infomercial because then that's advertising and you pay for advertising. All right. You can't have an infomercial and just talk about your sales and your program, but you can share content. And then guess what happens if you're effective? And this is anywhere that you're doing video, live streaming, reels. If you're effective at delivering your content on video, people are going to reach out and they're going to want to work with you. So there's that. All right. Um, so set some rules and then decide if you want it to be public or private. So we talked a little bit about that at the beginning. Um, public means everybody, whether they're in the group or not, can see the content. And, then, and even some public groups, people that aren't even in the group can actually comment um, but they definitely can see. So if you want, again, more, a little bit more exclusivity and make perhaps a more safer environment, then you can make your group private um, so that people can't see even the members or the content in it. All right. So let me go into the comments here. So not for men. So the few lucky men, uh, yeah, the few lucky men, they work with me one-on-one, -on -one, but they are not allowed into the community or into my, um, into my actual conference that's coming up. So, um, let me make, let me catch this, capture this here. One turnoff for me is the moderator not acknowledging interactions on posts. That causes me to stop engaging. It's important to acknowledge comments, especially, um, if the post has questions. I am, totally there with you. The purpose, and thank you for shouting out saying that I do a great job of that. The purpose of, and we heard a key theme and a few of the questions, engagement, engagement, engagement. Facebook is looking for likes and comments. So whenever someone comments, whether it's you or somebody else in the group, that is going to boost the visibility. So there should be somebody, whether it's an admin, a virtual assistant, an employee, or you as the group owner, 
to at some point go in and acknowledge people's comments on posts. So when we first started, again, I had three admins and myself. So one, uh, one Monday was one person's day, Tuesday was one person's day, Wednesday was one person's day. And I kind of was like a floater throughout. And one of the things that we agreed to is that they would look at, they would acknowledge people's comments and acknowledge people's posts. Um, they didn't have to actually comment on every single thing, but there was an acknowledgement that yes, we see you, we see your comment. And so that is something, if you are not doing that in your group, there's it's time to do that. It's time to do that. Thank you, thank you, Shanae. If you're not doing that, it's time to do that. All right. So let me check my other other. OK, good, good, good. We've hit all of my key areas here. Now, I do want to deal with those of you that might need to resuscitate a, a, a group, <laughs> resuscitate a Facebook group. So you started a Facebook group and you are in a safe place. If that's you, you and you might, you know, you could say that's that's me. Um, and you started a Facebook group and then it just fell off by the wayside um, for whatever reason. You know what? No shame zone. We're going what's in the past is in the past, but maybe now you're realizing, hey, I want to brush it up. I want to I want to brush it up. And I want to deal with two things. One is kind of just like waking the group back up. But then two, the second thing I want to deal with is maybe you have shifted directions. All right. So one, let's say you have a Facebook group that you haven't touched in six months or a year, but there are people in there. There's there's people that join the group. You can very simply go into the group and wake the group up first with a post. And I like to be honest and say, hey, something to the effect of this. Hey, no, I've been missing, um, you know, been working on my business or been building, you know, working with my family or the pandemic or whatever. Just be honest. Just been busy. But I'm committing to um, getting this this group reengaged. You're going to be seeing more content. You're going to be seeing more posts from me. And I thank you for, you know, hanging around and being here. So that's kind of an acknowledgement of, hey, I've been missing, but expect to see some more action from this group. Then I would also follow up with a video because a post is great. But then the video, again, that notification piece will get woken up if you do have a video. Um, and then once you've kind of done like an acknowledgement video and an acknowledgement post, then every day, um, definitely like every day I, for two weeks, I wouldn't get off of this every day for two weeks, make a post, have a post in the group. And that's going to shake and wake, start waking the group up. And then you also can start inviting new people um, back into the group and that'll shake up the group and wake up the group. All right. So that is some guidance. If you have a group that was like, I let it go, but I want to get it back. Go back. Now, some of you had groups and maybe you started out and the intention for the group was A, but you've gotten clarity on your brand. You've gotten clarity on your business. And now really you want to turn the corner on what you want the group to be. So similar to that, hey, I've been gone post, and this is whether the group has been active or not. You can go into the group and actually acknowledge, hey, this group was started for, let me just pick something. Um, those of you that are aspiring authors, um, this group was started for you all. Uh, I have expanded my business and expanded the focus. And so now this group is going to be about broader marketing topics, not just for those of you, those that are authors. And so I'd love to have you hang around, but just want to acknowledge that this group is now going to focus on broader marketing topics. If you feel like it doesn't fit, no problem. We thank you so much for the time that you spent with us in this group. All right. So you get something, something of that nature. So and then you start posting um, new content that's related to the new focus. Now, will some people leave? Yes. 
But guess what? People leave my group. <laughs> people leave groups all day long, whether you change the focus or not. I'll look and say, oh, I thought somebody was in my group. Oh, they're not in the group anymore. Th you know, that happens. And so don't worry about that. So there will be some people that might leave, especially if there's a drastic difference. And that's OK. But most people will hang around and say, OK, if it's if it's an alignment with something close to what they're doing. Now, if you're doing a whole 365. So if you started off with um, a group around authors and marketing to authors and then now you're vegan and you're doing a plant based vegan life and you want to have a group around vegan being plant based. That's a completely different shift. And so for that, ladies and gentlemen that are watching, you would start a brand new group. Let me know in the comments. Put a two in the comments if that makes sense. Put a two in the comments if that makes sense. Here's a tip coming in from my Facebook group. One good tip I got um, was when you wake the group up, make sure to change the header so the group looks fresh. Ah, oh, you know that's right on my alley. That's right down my alley. So with branding and marketing, um, your Facebook group should be in alignment to and with your overall marketing. So the photography, the brand colors, the messaging, the language, the Facebook group, as we said earlier, is a part of your marketing plan. It should not look like an orphan or foreign to your overall marketing. So yes, they give you really great um, piece of real estate, we call it at the top of the Facebook page. So update that cover, make sure the cover reflects you, your branding and your marketing. Thank you for all of those that are witnessing with the two saying, okay, that's that. this is making sense. This is making sense. Wonderful. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for all of those that are that are here as we talk about um, strategies and lessons learned for growing and building a Facebook group. And so um, here we are uh, five years in. And, and again, not saying that I have the, the most people in our group. There are groups that have thousands more. But you know what I have noticed as I did? I have perused. I, there are groups I'm in that have 10,000 people. There are groups that I'm in that there was a group, I think it's like 20,000. And there's one or two likes and no comments on any of the posts. It is always about quantity, ladies and the gentlemen that may be watching. So don't get caught up in, I don't have that, I don't have that many um, as far as a number. I don't have the numbers that some other people have. But if you have an engaged audience, that is what you want to focus on. And that is that is my focus. And I'm really proud to say that the coaching with vet community, and if you're not a part of it, join us, um, is an engaged audience. And so that is what I'm focused on. All right. Any other questions? I've been on, oh my god, oh my goodness. Oh, thank you. Hanging out over on YouTube. I've been on for almost 40 minutes. Um, and so I just want to check back and see if there are any questions or comments that I missed. Um, I'm hoping that this is helpful, um, was helpful for you. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Jasmine, for popping on in. All right. So um, as we wrap up, if you feel like it's time to start a Facebook group, go for it. Like there's no business. Let me say this. Let me say this. Let me say this. Let me let me straighten up here and say this because I might repurpose this video. Y'all know how y'all y'all do. I might repurpose this video. Let me straighten up and say this. Marketing is about testing and analysis and repeating. Um, so don't think of anything that you do related to the marketing of your business, the marketing of your brand um, or the visibility as a mistake or you missed it or you dropped the ball. We learn from everything. Everything is about testing. So let's say you start a Facebook group and it doesn't hit like you thought. 
okay, we go to something else. Or we or we look we look at what you're doing. We look at maybe does were people not clear of the audience? Are there engaging posts? Maybe you could get some help. Maybe there's some Facebook Live. So there's never never take it as a situation where I I fail or I'm not doing right. Marketing is about testing and think about it that way. All right, think about it that way. Uh, let's see here. Um, Pat said Bian uh, Bianca Miller in this group helped uh, wake up and refresh my group. Um, she is a part of this group. Oh, well, great. Hey, Bianca. Wonderful. So can, Bianca might be a resource for you. I'm not familiar with her service, but, you know, check it out. Check it out. Um, so, right. In this instance, size um, does does not matter if you have an engaged uh, group. And again, it's all about the objective of your group. Um, OK, so Jasmine has said, oh, my God, get out of my head and my Facebook group page that I'm starting confirmation. I'm excited that you're here and that this is uh, this is con confirmation. Yes. Marketing is about is about testing. So let's wrap up. Um, and I invite you again, if you are listening or somebody shared this and you're not a part of my Facebook community, um, let me put up something that you can just screenshot. Um, so just go ahead and screenshot this. Uh, Coaching with Vet. If you're over on YouTube, you can just go to, uh, or am I on LinkedIn? Not on LinkedIn today. YouTube, um, just go to heygirlhey.today, not.com, not.org. And um, you will be able to um, jump right in, get right into the group if you are a female uh, entrepreneur. And so um, we talked about consistency, branding and consistency. And then here's the last thing that I want to say uh, for those of you who are who are thinking and on the line, uh, you know, about starting a group and maybe confidence is the thing. Um, let me let's say this. Let me say this. Oftentimes people will um, wait for confidence to come before they take an action. So they say, well, I'm going to wait till I'm a little bit more confident in this space. And then when I get the confidence, I will take the action. But that's not actually how confidence works. Confidence comes as you do the action. So you're waiting for the confidence, but the confidence is waiting for you. All right. The confidence is actually waiting for you. Um, and so you get confidence as you take action, as you prepare, as you move, as you grow, the confidence grows. Um, so it is not the other way around. All right. That's that. All right. I'm jumping off. Um, thank you all for um, being here today and hanging out with me on a little bit of a longer live um, than I have done. And for everyone that checked out in other places um, and for those that are a part of my Facebook community, thank you for being here. Uh, and I will see you all later on the web. Bye.